America, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. I am so excited because every once in a while we get to have a special type of episode Mm -hmm. where we get to bring you information, where we get to bring you stories that you just don't normally hear about. So today we have one of my favorite speakers that I listen to. Uh, Uh, Nice. You're being nice. Everybody (laughs) calls him every name under the book. Jocko, Jaku. But Yaku Buyens yes, is yeah. here. Is that close? Yeah, you're so it, like it, a soldier. Like a soldier. Okay. <laughs> anyway, look, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here, if you ever want to get pumped up during uh, a speech or hear someone talk, you need to go wherever this guy is talking. Um, I met you officially. I think the first time we met, like 100% got to talk was at Liberty University, where we really yeah. got to sit down. Yeah, and yeah. Have Look, some conversation. I, 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 like all of you, I, I met Graham Allen in my, on my iPhone, oh, right, my and goodness. in my living room, and you know. <laughs> You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. No, look, and, and, but yeah, officially was at Liberty yeah. when I actually got to shake your hand and say, hey, Graham, appreciate your work and, you know, big, big supporter. But yeah, it was, it's a blessing. It's, it's great to be here, man. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're happy to have happy, you. Yeah, we're happy to have you on. So talk us through, obviously, you have a bit of an accent. Yeah. So uh, America mm-hmm. is not is not the original home. So yeah. so so walk us through that really quick. Who is Yaku? Where do you come from? How did you get here? Tell us the story. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at that flag, right? And 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 that's my flag now. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, a proud immigrant there to the United go. States. Legal, legal. immigrant. Wow. To the key United States. There. Key word there. Legal. Yeah. Very very. I, I don't leave the legal off. Legal immigrant to the United States right. did it the right way, the hard way. It should be hard. Yeah. Because it's worth it. Yeah, yes. right. exactly. Right? And mm-hmm. and so I'll sit here and say, again, thank you for your service because you fought, I get to. Right? Live mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, I mean it. Right? And so yeah. born and raised in South Africa the first 28 years of my life when I immigrated, was raised by a single mom, brother, sister, I'm the oldest. You know, as God would have it, I just, sports made sense to me. It really kept me out of trouble. Right. I, actually, what sport did for me is it gave me that father figure yeah. that I didn't have, right? It, yeah. it does. That. You hear that story a lot for yeah. athletes yeah. is that, yeah. that sports really gave them that purpose to stay out of trouble. So, so it's interesting how that seems to be like this, this singularity almost between yeah. all these athletes is that that was it's a common thread for yeah, sure i mean and, and when you're in a locker room even you can look and go oh no dad yeah no and it's like uh, right but it can also get real dysfunctional because for me you know i i always say i don't know how good i really was right and i got to play professional sport for a long time but I don't know if I was good or if I was just so driven because I needed that coach, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I just wanted that, that family, but, but that was great. And then once we immigrated to the United States, interesting story is we Im- I immigrated three weeks after 9-11. Wow, now, I didn't know that. Now, my, wow, mom, my, my mom came six months before me mm-hmm. and my sister through Ilonka's story, which we may get into later, right? But I'm, I'm at home. I'm still playing pro, pro rugby. I get a phone call from my mom, and she says, Turn on the TV. Now, I'm in South Africa. She's in Nashville, Tennessee, right, with my okay. sister. I turn the TV on, and the first building's smoking, wow. 9-11, right? And, and in a flash, in my mind, I said, I'm not. Now, three weeks later, I'm scheduled to immigrate, Yeah, right? Playing my last game, professional game that weekend, and I go, flash before my eyes, this is not happening. Kid you not, within an hour, when the second building fell, and we all watched it on, on television, yeah. 
I get a call from South African Airways and they said, all flights are canceled. You're not going. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going, there goes my immigration dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just knew it. I, I, my heart, Man. I just knew that. Uh, 9-11 wasn't just an American no. event. It, it was, it was no. a worldwide moment where the whole world sat there and went, uh-oh. You know, look, so, look so. I, equate it, I equate it to when, when, when your big brother in school gets attacked by somebody and you realize, man, we're vulnerable. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, and it, but here's what happens. Three week, two weeks after 9-11, a week prior to my scheduled flight, I get a phone call from the airline. And they said, hey, we're sending medical aid like syringes and IVs, and we're sending medical supplies and just aid to the United States. There's a flight that's going. We picked 40 passengers. You're one of them. Wow. No kidding. I go, dang. Okay. (laughs) So so I arrive straight to New York, you know, arrived to the U.S. I went to ground zero, walked all the way from Central Park because you couldn't go anywhere. I mean, as I'm walking, I'm leaving a trail in, in the ash. I mean, this wow. smoldering. I went straight down to, to ground. And you'll appreciate the story if I can. My grandpa was a fire chief in South Africa, and he gave me a letter. He said, take this note to engine nine. First engine to respond. Right? Fire, fire, take this to those boys. If you open the letter, don't call me ever again. <laughs> it's right. not for you. It's for them. Right. And I'm carrying this letter. I'm walking. I get down to engine nine. This is young kid. He's hunched over and he's lining up oxygen tanks. And, and I got to serve as well. So I appreciate what these guys do. And I'm realizing he's counting. Mm-hmm. This guy's counting who's left. And the young kid, he could 19 years old. He's right. black stained face, right? And he looks up at me and he goes, we can't help you. You got to go up to like 52nd Street. Mm-hmm. And, you get, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just here to hand a note to the chief. He walks in, he brings a guy out. The guy's the chief. The guy opens the note. He reads the note. He starts bawling, Graham. And I walk away, and he said, did you read this? I said, no, my grandpa said I couldn't. He said, no, I need to read you this letter. And he reads me what my granddad wrote to them as a station. Dude, that is he brings incredible. the whole state. He, he, he writes to them, you're the greatest nation. You're my heroes. I'm a fire chief. What breaks my heart is that you lost men today. What breaks my heart more is I can't run into the building with you. Wow. And we're here for you. And he just, incredible. The guy takes a picture off the wall, signs it, and says, send this to my brother. That was my hello America. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. Right? That is United amazing. Yeah. Yes. Right? And, and I wanted to tell you that story. Oh, I've always wanted to tell no, you. No, I appreciate that. That's what your show means to me. Oh, wow. No, it is. <clears throat> it, is about, it is about that flag. Yeah. And it's above everything. Yeah. And it's, it's above the president. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Oval exactly. Office is above the president. And oh, yeah. we love the president. <clears throat> but yeah. there's certain things that you just can't touch, Graham. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like in this nation, you talk about stuff. People are touching stuff that you can't touch, like our children. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And that's when I get really. Yeah. yeah. We're in a real say battle. A bad, I can say a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're in a battle. That's a really cool story. And I appreciate you sharing that yeah. with me. Uh, you know, 9-11 is really, well, it's really close to every American's heart, really. Uh, but we have gotten the opportunity to get to know so many of the NYPD and the FDNY guys yeah. uh, doing what we do now. And, and that's something that I never, ever anticipated was eventually 15 years down the road from 9-11. Well, it's over that now. Yeah. Uh, getting to actually become friends with the people that were there, the people that ran up the stairs, the people that wow. lost 
their friends along the way. Um, and it's been a really it's been a really humbling process to be able to do that. So I appreciate you telling me that. Yeah, thanks, that, that, that was a cool story. So so let's get into though, and and you know, ladies and gentlemen, just just warning: if you've got children listening to this episode, this may be the episode that you perhaps want to uh, uh, scan the episode first before <laughs> you just openly let the children listen to, because you are involved in some very serious work. Uh, that I want to get into. But before yeah. we do that, let's get into a sponsor. We talk on this show a lot about protecting the unborn, standing up for the American flag, and your constitutional right to keep and bear arms. But what are you doing about it? Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values you believe in, like the right to bear arms, life, religious liberty, and supporting veterans. On top of all that, they'll save you money. I know switching cell phone carriers is scary, but Patriot Mobile makes it easy. You can keep your number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one and get the same reliable nationwide service. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash G-R-A-H-A-M and check out their coverage map and offers. Right now, you can get free activation when you use the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Graham. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or 972-PATRIOT. All right. So uh, you specialize these days in a very specific, particular field of where you're doing some incredible work. Uh, You were just at the White House about this very thing. So, so, So explain to us what you're doing. I guess your day job is at yeah. this point, or or I don't know if it's your night job or, no, or well, it's, it is. it's day and night, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. So da- walk us through it. The day job is to tell America that unfortunately, you know, we got a real epidemic in our country called child sex trafficking. Right. And so during the day, we bring awareness, Graham, and we'll go anywhere, everywhere, schools, White House, very honored, of course, to go to the White House, but college campuses with Turning Point and any speaking opportunity to go explain what is happening, who's doing it, right? how do we stop it, yeah. how do we profile it, and then, and then, there's, a, then there's a night job. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm excited to talk about the night job. <laughs> yes. But, okay, so, so child sex trafficking. I mean, obviously no, no adult person that, that doesn't have their head under a rock does it know that there's finally is ch- yeah finally, finally. Right. we've been finding this since 1995 it, and i say in 2015 yeah as recent as that crickets nobody was talking about anything yeah it's really nine 2019 2020 we're finally now i mean finally right, right. well you see you, you're starting to or at least i have started to see like in the atlanta airport you see these yeah. huge billboards now um so talk to us about, is it more of an international thing that's going on? Is it more of a thing that's happening in America? What, what is the process of this? For, for, for people that don't have any clue of what's happening, what the weak points are, what the danger areas are, who's the most susceptible yeah. to this Man, kind of thing? I'd love to thing. dive into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the, 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 the perception would be that, look, it's Cambodia and it's the Philippines and Dominican Republic and Haiti and, mm-hmm. you know, because we all watch the movie. I can't tell you how often the movie Taken is referenced, oh, right? right? Liam yeah. Neeson. And look, we all love Liam. It's great. But but that's just not what it is. I mean, sure, is there a foreign exchange student that's taken in Paris, France? Yeah, that does, that does happen. But 
Here's a statistic for you. We're the number one nation in the world, in the world, commercializing sex with children. The United States wow. of America. Right? Now, That's there something are, to be th- proud of. Jeez. Yeah, right? All right. Now, there are other nations where the, the occurrence of child sexual abuse happens more frequently, but it would typically be under a religion, right. like Sharia law. Right. Yeah. Where, right. where I mean, and they're not even paying for it. Or in India, in the class system, where if you, the only way to go up in the class system is to become a housemaid, two classes up, and it's just expected that you'd also be a sex slave. Wow. But they're not commercializing it. We've yeah. commercialized it to where now it's a $30 billion enterprise in the United States. Our children, and we can talk border all day long, because yeah. you know I fight the border, mm-hmm. but I, first I just want the viewers to understand it's American-born children trafficked in the United States, and it is rampant. It's in every zip code. Uh, so talk me, talk me through that. So the American-born children, you know, if we're going to pinpoint a place to start, yeah. because we could talk for six, seven hours, hours. about this. Pick some, yeah. Pick so, a city or- so what's the process of that? If this is a $30 billion industry... What, how is it, how is it financially monetized yep. first and foremost? What's the process? How are these victims? I would assume 90 plus percent are female. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not, 95, not, okay, 95. 95 are female. Yeah. Who are, who are the most vulnerable in this situation? Uh, walk us through that. All right. Real details. It is the runaway. Okay. It is the foster kit. Unfortunately, the child in CPS has been infiltrated. But now, what I want people to understand, it's a child living at home. The most, the most susceptible child today, the most vulnerable child today, is the kid that lives at home with two parents. What? Yeah. Really? That's the, that is the most vulnerable child today. And here's how so it t- happens. Yeah, talk I mean, us through talk, that. You're a dad. I'm a dad. Yeah. We both have daughters, right? Yeah. Here's how it happens. Susie's, call Susie. Susie's 12 years old. Susie going through puberty, uh-huh. 12 to 15. She doesn't understand her body. She becomes sexually aware. She starts noticing boys. She's in that world. Right. Difficult to talk to dad. What a difficult time that frame. That time for frame yeah. is so difficult. Yeah. There's a reason the average age of sex trafficked children in our country is 12, because the predators understand. You go at them in puberty right, right. now. Some guy shows up. Now, Susie shares everything online. Yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. She vomits online. Yep. She talks about when mom and dad had a fight. Yeah. How frequently dad travels. Yeah. He, he doesn't tell me he loves me. I mean, it's it's like therapy. Yeah. yeah. This is what kids do today. So now as a profiler, and these guys are good, Graham. I mean, at times, unfortunately, they're better than the FBI at profiling. They have children. everything they need. They build a case and they are patient. People think this is just drive up with a white van, snatch and grab. That does happen. It does. But it is by far the minority now. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They will take time. They groomed my sister for over a year. They take time, take time. Then they start engaging. Now this 12-year-old girl is a little confused. This guy waits and says, ah, she had a bad day at school today. She broke up with her boyfriend. Or a boy neglected her. And he comes in and he goes, I see you. I love you. I understand you. Yeah. I know how you think. Your dad doesn't understand you. And he starts driving a wedge. And he starts winning her heart. This is grooming. Romeo. And it's a second, Graham, it's so quick for a young teenage girl to fall yeah. for a guy. Like the, the ideology of well, a guy. Well, your hormone levels during are that time frame me? are so off the charts that, of course, you fall hard. hard. Everybody falls hard. It's clear exploitation. We all yeah. have that, that, that high school sweetheart or, or, or that one that broke our heart. Like most people have that. And it's not because... It was like true love or no. whatever. It's because your hormones are so jacked up 
that you feel something that's not really there, but 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 to you, and you haven't felt before. Exactly. And, and this is it. Yeah. So and mm-hmm. tell you, these I can girls see how tell easy you, it is. This is they'll they'll later on once we once we rescue them and once they are rehabilitated and they're survivors, they'll tell you, no, that was my soulmate. Yeah. That talked to me online. Yeah. So, so yes, she engages deeply. Now soul ties mm. happen. Now she starts. I mean, now it's in. Now it's quick. Hey. If you really love me, you'll send me your sex. Do you know that yeah. over sixty percent of high school kids today send naked pictures of themselves? Oh, I, I can okay. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So now the second you do that, well, now there's something over your head. Now, now there's leverage. I mean, this yeah. is just like blackmail one on one, and it's that quick. Now, if the father in the home is not engaged, right, the number goes through the roof. Yeah. If yeah. the dad is not his daughter's champion, mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. And, and and why is it why is it more dangerous for that girl than a girl that maybe lives in the projects, right? The girl in the projects wakes up every morning and knows danger. Yeah. She's got a radar up. It's like when you were in Iraq. Yeah. Okay. It's just a different kind of wake up call. Right. right. You wake up and it's red alert. Your situational yeah. awareness is off the chart. Right. Americans have zero situational awareness. Yeah. Nothing. They yeah, don't b- know. Because we're comfortable. Exactly. Too in comfortable. a bubble. Right. And so the predators today like that comfort zone because if they're going to go after a girl in the projects, that's different. It's a different tactic. Right. It's a different war to fight, right? The girl in the project, you're not going to get her with affection and time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because. Because even negative attention is attention to that kid. Right. She's got two uncles in jail. She's heard gunfire. They've been robbed. Right. They've moved 13 she's, times. She's seen okay. this before seen kind this. of stuff. Her yeah. you get with stuff. Right. Mm. Essential needs. Goods. Her you Take get with a pair of, of shoes. Mm-hmm. A trip to the nail salon. A, a hair weave. You know. <laughs> stuff. Right. That's how you get that. that you know, right. Getting that girl with attention. She gets negative attention, but negative attention is still attention. There's a girl in the neighborhood that doesn't get attention from her parents, but they get money. <clears throat> they get right. stuff. Her you get with emotional, emotion. So it's just positioning, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's so quick. But still, you still have kidnappings. You still have, you know, runaways. But unfortunately, because it's so lucrative, here's how it happens. Now, they'll engage, they'll romance, and that child will now engage. And then, and then it, it is literally coercion where the child gets to a place psychologically where they agree there you go well yaku that's consent no that's force fraud and coercion Mm -hmm. that child is now manipulated and you can break a human being like you break a horse i mean i'm telling these girls we rescued that it's empty graham there's no person yeah i mean it's it's survival mode like an animal right animal Mm -hmm. instinct now now it, it looks like this is why you watch ray rice in the nfl Bounces girl off the floor on camera mm-hmm. you know kick kicks her and then she gets on the witness stand and she defends the guy she yeah. yeah. judge she, she loves told the judge what do they call that stockholm syndrome exactly. or whatever it is because she's so indoctrinated that no this is love i'm responsible right because the pimps will tell the girls you did this you made me come after you she's 12 years old you yeah. made me sell you for sex you did. and then they'll tell them when they when they when they do give sex to a stranger that's paying anything between twenty to two hundred dollars per visit, right? They'll tell him, "I can't believe you slept with that guy." Oh man, you're filthy. I mean, it is constant. It's con- it's like it's like in the old days where we were going to interrogate, you know, a terrorist, and just you could go at anything, right? You just break yeah, him, break him down, they break him, but they break him with sex, and you know, all of us, sex is primal. So when you sexually engage with a human being, there's there's 
stuff happening there. Now, yeah, when someone's yeah. raping you and taking, and you know the average is five between five and fifteen times per day, these kids will be. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay, all right. So, man, so that's a lot. So, so, so let's dissect that just a little bit. So, what you said earlier that. And me and Alyssa have talked about this a lot. Alyssa's a social worker. Yeah. She 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 deals with uh, trauma victims all the time uh, of the sexual nature and just of physical a abuse. A lot of stuff, yeah. It is, it is so crazy. And dad's listening. This is very important. It is so crazy the role that dads play, how vital dads are in not only the, the boys, but especially the, the, the girls in the home. Early on, our society makes it seem like the, the, the man is not as important in the family and in the role as they are. And early on, it is very much, you know, mama, mama's the caregiver, mama's the this. But around the age of, you know, like eight or nine, things start to change a little bit. And, and, and the dad plays such a fundamental role in the mental health of your kids as they become adolescents, as they become adults in their future life. It is such a priority for the man of the house to be, as you say, proactive, engage in it. Now, me personally, I don't understand how you could not tell your daughter multiple times a day how much you love her. I I don't know. Just me. I I don't get it. Uh, But I understand that there are some dudes out there that have problems with that kind of thing. You're also not deceived, right? You're not under some spirit of deception. You got your head on straight. We got things happening. And I want to show you my timeline culturally how this happened. Yeah, please. In the 60s, there's not been a single culture in history, right? And we can argue how long history is, right? But a single culture in history that has embraced sexual immorality that survived. Yeah. Rome, the yeah. most powerful nation. Oh, ever history fell. is riddled with okay. it, especially in the Bible. All, all this stuff. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. so, so, what did the U.S. do in the '60s? We embraced sexual revolution. the sexual revolution, yeah. right? And we're paying for it now because yeah. it takes three generations, right? Mm. And we are paying big time now, right yeah. now. So, so here's how it happens: they question, you know, what is marriage? Yeah. First, they question prayer out of schools. Yes. What is marriage? Is marriage a man and a woman? Okay. Is it important? Is, yeah, it important? is marriage important? In is general? it even important? Yeah. Are men important? You start emasculating Masculinity the men. Masculinity important. Yeah. Why would you emasculate the men? Because you got to break the image of the man in the household in order for the kids to become dysfunctional. Because as long as a child, and I looked at your children when I saw them today, Graham, and they're proud of their father, right? Mm-hmm. As long as that child knows if who if, the dad is, if yeah. if it all goes down, yeah, run to dad. Not saying, woman, you're not strong, but it is a natural human instinct. We can kid ourselves all we want about 300 genders. There's two genders, okay? There's men and women. And every child by default that is in a reasonably stable home looks at the father to be the protector. Yeah. And when he's not... Yeah. That's when it well, goes it's way just, wrong. It's yes. natural, right? So, so this is a very small comparison, obviously, of what we're talking about. But when Alyssa is traveling or when Alyssa's not here at bedtime, kids go to bed like that with me when I'm here. However, if it's flipped and I'm not here, the kids want to sleep in the room with Alyssa because they just don't feel the same sense of security in the house when 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 i'm not around and that's not a yay look at me kind of thing it's no. just it, it is it's this natural you talked about primal earlier it's primal it's a primal thing that we feel as you know pe- 
people in general, uh, when when the dad is not around or when the dad is not present, kids just feel vulnerable. more vulnerable. They, it's just a fact of life. And it's not even, it's even in communities. We watch, we look in Africa, we look at this and see if there are good men in the community, the community operates better. They expand their horizons. They travel further. Mm-hmm. Second, you take the, the strong men out, the community tend to flock closer to home. Like the kids go, now, I'm going to still sleep in mom's bed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, it's just a part. And so this is what's happening. You, we're attacking stability in the home in this country. Right. With the questions. We've talked about this all the with time. With the questions yeah. of gender and all this. Now the predator out there knows this. Now yeah. he's just looking for the soft target. He's right. just going for that's the home where the dad is not held as a champion. Mm-hmm. Not saying men are above women. We have our Graham cannot be Alyssa. I cannot be Philip. Correct. Yeah, we have I, our own purposes. Our I'm a horrible Alyssa. Yeah, no, uh, it doesn't yeah, work. You know, it doesn't. And we all married up. We we acknowledge that 100. percent But <laughs> but there. But our children. This is not something we taught them. This is written into our primal code. It's in the animal kingdom for crying out. Yeah. Right? This is just yeah. how it the is. The left hates that. I mean, can't stand a, that. It's oh, oppression yeah. for can't them. Can't stand that. How no, dare you say there oh, are natural orders to things? Oh, it's white supremacy, and this yeah. is white male evil. Male dominance. Male dominance. Yeah. You know, and this is not a white black thing. This is every culture. Patriarchy. I can tell you right now. <laughs> the Bushmen, the little yeah. boy Bushmen in Africa that still today don't even use money. Mm-hmm. You go to that tribe and you watch when a dad leaves, what that tribe does. They don't go anywhere. They right. wait until he returns home from the hunt. Mm-hmm. Right. They stay close. Why? They know. Hey, that's his role. Yeah. We are to defend. Yeah. We are watchmen. Right. And yeah. so, men, again, uh, you know, be be the man in your home and 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 wives, women, you know, support that role. It, it, you know, this is not a me too thing. This is not a, a feminism thing. This is not an equality thing. We are stronger as people when we embrace our differences and our advantages and our weaknesses together. Yeah. Uh, so, so, okay. So we've talked about what happens to the point of where they decide to, you know, uh, coercion. Well, yeah. well, we've talked about that. So, so, so before we get into what happens after that, let's get into a sponsor. Friends, stop wasting money on overpriced holsters. Starting at just $37, We The People holsters are custom made in-house right here in America. They're also a sponsor that has stuck with us the entire time, so support the sponsors that support us. Their proprietary design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and rod of your holster so it fits comfortably and securely at all times. They have dozens of options to choose from for both inside and outside the waistband, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters with everything from the Constitution to Blue Lives Matter and even designs that have my face on it. I have several of them. Go to wethepeople.com slash Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, and get yours today. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional 10% off with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. Graham, that's my name. Satisfaction guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right, so so back into this really in-depth interview. So we've talked about what happens to get these, uh, most of the time, young women groomed to uh, say, okay, I'll, I'll meet you or uh, this and that. What happens in this sex trafficking system after that? So, so, so from the point where they say, okay, 
you know, I'll meet you somewhere. What happens? If it's a child that's still at home, it looks a little different than if it's a child that is physically taken from the home. And both are, are very prevalent, of course. And my sister was in both situations, right? Okay. So if it's a child that's mm. taken, they'll travel frequently. They'll move them city to city, state to state. These pimps know the law backwards. They understand. They know what state they'll get prosecuted. And we got something crazy happening in our country right now, catch and release where people are yeah. you know, being pulled in in like New York, no bail, and pedophiles are let back on the street in four hours of being caught with kids, and it's insane, okay? And they repeat offenders. And Now, if it's a child that's at home, unfortunately, I got to share this with you. Yeah, please. The, the most popular, if, if there could be such a thing, or the most the most prevalent way of trafficking children today while still at home is what's called familial. The parents are involved. They're in the system. They, they are complicit. Yeah, what? Yeah. Number one rising trend in our country is parents trafficking their own children or a pimp coercing the parent. For what? Money? It, yo, or something? Big money. Is big that... money. One child. Wow. And look, I don't want to glorify this, right? And if there's anybody out there that's thinking of becoming a what I call a bastard bad guy. We're going <laughs> yeah. to hunt you. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, 200, think about the number, 200 to $250,000 tax-free cash per child per year. So if you're trafficking four children, okay, you're making a million dollars cash, guys. You understand where you got to work? You got to be a Fortune 500 CEO or something to go. I mean, this is serious money, okay. Graham. This is why it's such a problem. Now you got a lot of families I, I just, that I, go, we're takers. I mean, we rescued sorry, a girl man. recently. I, She's 13 years old. I don't get it. I, 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 I don't understand. Is I, there some organization? Yo, it's like very a dark organized. web it, kind no, of It's thing? very organized. It's in, so it runs like, it, think drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. And that model is 100% superimposed on, you, on sex trafficking. It's organized. It's got cells. It's got recruiters. The recruiter gets paid a fee. This is how quickly it happened. This, particularly this girl, for instance, college campus, frat, frat house is throwing a party. There's a couple pimps coming to the frat party. There's not enough girls. They pay three boys, three guys on campus, 200 bucks each just to bring three girls to the party each. That's it. That guy's now a recruiter. He doesn't know. He brings three girls. They spot at the girl. Boom, she's gone. LSU campus. She's gone. Found her, right? But, but this is how quick it happened. Wow. This is how fast it happened. So there's tentacles to this thing. So there's recruiters, is what's called bottom girls, and and then you get your pimp, and they cover their tracks well. Oh yeah. man, dude! And it's and it's and they they'll mark people. I can tell you how they mark them, how they track these girls, either online through code or in person. You know, and so once that girl is in the ring, now she's being sold for sex, either at home, to the school principal, the guy next door, the fire chief, the police chief. We have arrested sitting U.S. senators. You know complicit in this okay so all right so so they're in this this system yeah at, at this point how does it go so undetected and, and the reason i ask about this is you know somebody's got to see this stuff right like like all somebody has to see because they have to transport these people they have to drop these people off somewhere yeah. i mean they're they're meeting up somewhere no, for and sure. there's in people motels, everywhere in hotels mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, so, sure. so how do they get how do they get away with this stuff how do people not see it great people see it and even even and I'll, I'll, you see it, but you don't know that you see it. Right. Right. Now you you don't see the physical act of a guy walking because if you either of you see a guy walking into a motel room with a, with a young girl, you're gonna do something, right? Just mm-hmm. because of your 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 background. But people see it. It's hidden in plain sight. And and look, yes, 
When you see someone snatching a girl, that's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll give you an example. Right? How we train. And we train FBI. We trained 100 FBI agents last year on how to profile. You walk into a 7-Eleven, Graham, today. And I pick 7-Eleven just because there's thousands of them, right? For no, for no reason. But you walk into a 7-Eleven. Can you spot a father-daughter combination? And do you know what it looks like when it's not a father-daughter combination? That's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very I would difficult. like to think that I you could can. tell. They that could be that, adopted. That, that, well, I mean, well, I would like to think that I would tell. I, I don't know. Like, like, I know my daughter. Like she always wants to hold my hand in in, in the store. So I, I don't know. I guess I would like it's, to think that I could but, identify. But again, it. we're talking to a soldier here. We're talking mm-hmm. to a guy with a lot of training, right? And a father. But if you're not turned on, it's there. It literally is in the Seven Elevens. It's in the high schools. They're yeah. recruiting in the high schools now. She's being sold. You know, the average lifespan of that child is seven years, right? There's always some sort of a drug involved. Some sort of a, you know corrupt well they keep them they keep oh. them drugged oh, up yeah, right yeah. Like, they, yeah. and if if they're living at home and it's dad doing it then they're not drugged up because they don't want them to break cycle they'll go to soccer practice they'll go to school they'll be in the classroom they'll, Eesh, they'll, they'll live man. a normal life right? see that's the craziest part that's the I, out most of everything you've one told to me that's the craziest part yeah, i've heard yeah. so far Hiding in the most plain prevalent. Sight. well because you see you see tv shows and yeah. movies and it's always these like dilapidated rat infested houses and all exactly. these girls are laying on the floor with yeah. needles in their arm. Yeah. Like, like that's what you think. And that is part of the industry, but it's not where the industry is going. And it's not the most prevalent. Right? Wow. Today it is. It's like fu- suburban homes. It's functional. Doing the stuff. Dysfunction. Because that's the easiest way to hide it. Wow. How do you detect that when it, when a dad or a mom is complicit, right? When, when they're in on the act. You know you can count on us here at Dear America to give it to you straight. In fact, that's kind of the whole point of the show. So if you believe us, then take our advice today. Start preparing. While the media is busy distracting you with the latest titillating headlines, <laughs> there are real threats to our health and safety that nobody wants to talk about. I'm not trying to fear monger, but look at how the left behaves. Natural disasters, quarantines, and it can all change in the blink of an eye. You can either make a plan or risk being with the panic masses staring at empty shelves. Please go to preparewithgram.com and get 45% off a two-week emergency food kit from my friends at My Patriot Supply. These meals include breakfast, lunch, and dinner and last up to 25 years in storage. My Patriot Supply ships them fast and discreetly to your door. Your family is worth it and 45% off makes it a no-brainer. Only while supplies last at preparewithgram.com. That's preparewithgram.com. Now, we're investigating 13 cases right now where CPS was taking children and giving them to pedophile pseudo you know, parents. This thing is infiltrated because it is sexual immorality. And once you're in it, if you're in it, right? I always tell people, and look, I'll get controversial. There's a reason when you walked into Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's home, the first thing you saw was a picture of Bill Clinton. In a dress. Yeah, in a dress, in red heels. And there's a reason it was a blue dress and red heels, because that sect, that cell, if you want to call it that gang, if you think gang terms, the cell Epstein was running, right? Mm-hmm. That, you've code. You've got conduct. Yeah. And you got dirt on everybody. And everybody has dirt on everybody. So every high profiler in that cell had that exact same picture of themselves. And it's distributed to everybody. 
and they have tape on everybody. Yeah. So if I've got tape on you and you got tape on me, you're not talking, I'm not talking. That's, right. It's like the mob used to run the mob in Boston. This is not this is not rocket science. Just think for yourself. This is how you keep it quiet. Yeah. This is how you this is why what happened to Epstein happened. Because finally the guy was going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And so so now when you're in suburbia, which is sixty families in Nashville, Tennessee, in a place called Windhaven, where the average home is a million bucks. Okay? A million dollars. Windhaven. Sixty families ran a cell. You're talking about guys that work for Nissan. Corporate executives selling their own children in the community. That it is a sickness, and your your brain is no, Yaku, no, it's very real. It's very, very I, I, real. Okay, that makes it so hard to fight. Right. So the fight's here. So you guys, in 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 profiling with this stuff, you guys have to look at the people that are actually doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm sure that you guys have experts that have looked into. I don't know, brain function, chemical chemical makeup and things like this. I mean, there has to be something wrong with people that are sexually attracted to children. Right? I mean, there, there has to be something. No, there's major dysfunction. That, that, that's going yeah, no, on. There's huge dysfunction, and it's not normal. And they'd love to normalize it, Graham. There's a movement called Love is Love, and it's a real movement. I, this, I've seen I've yeah. seen some and this pictures thing is of flyers to nor- normalize like pedophilia to classify it as a sexual orientation, right? So there is something wrong. But but do you know the single common denominator? And this may hit a little hard for people. There's only really one. It's not like you can say, okay, it is. Now I can tell you the average buyer. Mm-hmm. That's the problem because supply meets demand. Right. As long as you've got someone willing to pay for sex with a child. Some criminal is going to rise up and provide a service. Uh, of right? course, okay? yeah. No. yeah. Now, the average buyer, average, and it's everybody. It's the janitor all the way to Epstein. The only difference between the janitor and Epstein is frequency. Epstein could pay for a child every two hours, which is what he did, every two hours. Wow. Okay, right, 20 hours a day. The janitor may be able to afford it once a month. That's the do- But it's anybody. It's a neighbor. So there's no class, race, gender, skin color, ethnicity that's immune to this thing she can't but but the average buyer is a male between the age of 25 and 40 that earns a hundred thousand dollars a year and is a father of two wow that's the average so now you can start profiling right Mm -hmm. but you can't just leave the outliers right and and now the most common denominator the most common denominator and how people get here we it's important to know well how does someone get there how does someone get to the place they're willing. Here's the progression. The only common denominator in all of them is porn. Porn addiction. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no other, not skin, not race, not ge- geography, not socioeconomic. It's porn. So here's what happens. Today, the average age of porn introduction to an American young male. What age do you think it is? Twelve. Eight. Oh, my goodness. Average. They <laughs> take an eight-year-old boy, right? And you're telling him, that's what love is. That's normal. That's what women are for. Yeah. And there you go. And now you tell girls the fastest rising trend in porn addiction is not men, it's women. College college age women. Okay. Oh yeah. No, so I over believe 60% that. Sixty percent of college yeah. age girls are addicted. I was, so now she's saying, Well, I need to do that right. to show him I love him. Now you got a cluster. So right so so for the purpose of, of conversation, let, let let me play devil's advocate for yeah. a minute. Now now to be honest, I've said this before. I religiously I am not for porn- pornography. Sure. Religiously. Yeah. However, if yeah. we're having a debate here, yeah. 
you know, obviously every person that watches porn is not no. a sexual predator no no. Uh, of children. No. And so, so, so talk us through the progression of the person that does get addicted to porn, how it goes from, because there's a big difference between I like to uh, gratify myself by looking at a of age woman in right. pornography versus abusing a child. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so big so jump. What, what, what's the, what's the progression there? Yeah. Because there obviously is a difference. Uh, oh no, for sure. Right. But so, so is there like, like making a fire, cooking a steak versus sticking your hand in the fire? Yeah. I mean, mm. you, you know. Yeah. So the there's same, no way to really it's, tell. It's, it's, it just kind of the same fire. No, here it is. Here's how it works. A guy gets introduced to porn, or a girl gets introduced to porn. The first time you get introduced to porn, you make a decision, and it's called imprinting. You can't get it back. You can't change it. They can't even go back with nothing. Your your impression, first impression of what sex is, is there. Okay. Is there. All right. I see now, where you're going now. Now it's yeah. there. Now now if you layer that, right? Let's say it's a super healthy young boy. Dad loves him, but his buddies just show him a Playboy, and here he goes, right? Yeah. That guy could become a reasonably functional porn user. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's playing with fire, though. Yeah. Because it's a slippery slope. Oh, of course. Anything yeah. happens in his life that's a little rocky, and he can just go there, right? Yeah. Now, porn is different than alcohol. Porn is primal because it's sex. Yeah. Alcohol's external, right? So mm -hmm. that guy's now, he's playing with fire. But it's like using opioids reasonably responsibly, right? You're not a heroin addict with a needle in your arm, but you're on the train. Yeah. You're, you're just at stop number no, one. No, no, I, I get and it. So I the, get the it, guy yeah. that, use, that abuses the child, when you take porn and porn addiction and you now layer it on top of a guy who was abused when he was a child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you take it on a guy whose father left him. Yeah. And you take it on a guy who then tried to go and have a, a real relationship with a girl and got rejected. Yeah. And then you go on and a guy was beaten and now all of a sudden you got rocket fuel on a fire and that's the guy that goes through the project pro progression from soft porn to hard porn to dominatrix to forcing a partner. There's the progression. They'll always force a partner that they are either dating or married to to give them sex against their will. This is why you have so many girls going, I thought I said no, I didn't, but the guy kind of convinced me. Because that's a guy who's in training. It's like boot camp. He's rehearsing and training his skills to get the girl to give him what he wants. Mm. Then they'll go out and go buy a prostitute that is evidently older than them because it's safe under the law. Right. right? And then that individual will start work their way down. Got it. Right? Mm. So it's not every porn user. Right. But right. I'm saying we don't know your history. And if you're engaging in porn and your history is one where there's any sort of manipulation abuse abandonment whatever it is just a very dangerous yeah zone no, no no I, I get it i get it like i said and i and i agree with you i, I mean you know i i don't really from a religious standpoint i don't see the benefit of porn uh i would be a liar to say that i have not seen porn uh yeah, i was well, in, i was in the military just like everybody come on, else no man. i, I mean, you know i no, mean it, it, no. it, 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 it people and were no judge and great no judgments around no, in, no in judgment yeah no just let's just identify a a potential weakness for you know and, oh of course but yeah. i'll also say this look i'm a constitutionalist so are you yeah, i, I love well. this country i'm a capitalist so yeah so no i don't I, you know i had this discussion you know with with glenn beck's people and go well we can't we can't do anything about porn federally no, I'm not. No, we can't violate people's First Amendment rights. Culturally. But, but we should absolutely go to Facebook 
and oh, Pornhub yeah. and Twitter and say, you. You have a responsibility. You have a responsibility yeah. to protect the youth. Yes, yes. 17 exactly. and under, make it unaccessible. Yes, yeah. exactly. We, we exactly. talked to Michael J. Knowles about this, and I said something very similar. Uh, you know, uh, Oakley. Uh, sunglasses yeah. oakley has a a military discount for life glock has the same thing but you have to go through a process of you submit your government id they review right. it yeah. and then you have you a specialty login to be able to even get 10 percent off on sunglasses but yet places like pornhub an eight-year-old can accidentally get yeah. onto pornhub somehow that, that they type the word porch or something in a Google search, and then Pornhub pops let me, up, let me, let me and the next you. thing you know, they're watching porn. Yeah, and it's, you know, th- they're behind. The, there's no paywall. No, there's no like. Exactly, it used to know. be. It well, used to be. If you no, wanted to watch you, porn, you, you had to pay for it. Oh, like, come on, you went into the you went into the convenience store, yeah. and there was a black black curtain yeah. curtain yeah. in front of the magazine. And you had to show right. an ID uh, come to on. look behind the curtain, yeah. and even on the internet, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't watch porn on the internet unless you yeah. subscribe for a subscription or at least say are you at least 18 or older and you had to click it and as a kid who's not sometimes that's freaky enough well, to well, well, let me, let me persuade you out of it let's juxtapose something okay second amendment mm. we're fighting like heck to protect oh, yeah. our second amendment right mm. they go more control more control more control I'm like we have great systems in place yeah. for, for gun control in yeah. our country background right? checks why did you focus more the left on controlling you know, the abuse of children, yeah. right? Yeah. That's As you're point. fighting to control guns, right? Yeah. So let me give you an example of what's okay. happening. This is what they're doing. Because as you and I are fighting to stop child sex trafficking, you need to understand that there's proactive groups that fight for it. Yeah. That want pedophilia legalized. Let me give you an example. There's a thing called CSE, Comprehensive Sex Ed, right? It's okay. taught in schools today, yeah. 20, 29 states. It asks the question of a 10-year-old boy, does anal sex hurt? Yes. Okay, now, here's what happens. Just be quick, and I know we got a little time. Forget porn up. This is YouTube. Okay? Mm-hmm. YouTube. Here's Johnny. He's in the classroom. Teacher asks him, hey, Johnny, does anal sex hurt? Johnny's never thought of anal sex. Right. Johnny's not even sexually Doesn't charged. Even know what Johnny's it is. playing soccer and football. Here, Johnny goes. Johnny goes to YouTube. Okay? Anal sex. Okay? Right? Mm-hmm. Johnny types that in, and Johnny gets hardcore porn. Hardcore porn. Fully explicit, free, on YouTube. Now, Johnny really? watches five, six YouTube videos. He's hooked. He'll become a paying customer. Pornhub knows this. This is on YouTube. Oh, my goodness. That's on YouTube, buddy. Wow. Hardcore porn. Wow. Free. That is how quick it happens. Sometimes you don't even have to do something to a child. You just introduce a concept. You just plant a seed. Well, and they censor our videos on you YouTube and you yeah, not that. And, and, and now that That's you, full nudity. Now that full you show porn. me that, I can see how people are taking a more drastic jump today. Because when, when I was a kid, it was different world. It was a Playboy magazine. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, know, you, you get a hold of a Playboy magazine, you see a couple of girls naked. Pamela Anderson. And that's about yeah. it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then, and then you're, you're, you know, your now imagination you goes act. from there, right? Now you're automatically at the age of eight introduced to videos mm-hmm. of hardcore nature. So where do you go from there? Uh, yeah. Kind of thing. You see the jump there? Yeah. Like yeah. The well, it was a massive jump. Your introduction yeah. was Pamela Anderson and a Playboy. And Topless. She was, and yeah. The, yeah. yeah. In no, the 70s and 80s. eight-year-olds is what I just showed you there. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I can't operate it. It's like... Dude, it's, it, 
it destroys a yeah. eight-year-old oh, mind. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and they said, well, when are you going to like let your kids have their own phones or their own iPads and thing? I said, I don't know uh, when they get a job, maybe. Yeah. You know? 15, why is it necessary? 16. Why is it necessary? I didn't have a phone till I was 17 years old. Dang, we didn't have the internet until yeah, well, I was a CDR. But, but, but that's yeah. me. And the only reason that I got a phone was because I was working two mm-hmm. jobs as a senior. Right. And just as a security thing, if yeah. I broke down on the side. Can you call dad? Can it, you come help it, me? Exactly. That was the only reason. And so, you know, I'm sitting here and, it, you know, it's a weird place to be because my kids have a better life than I had. But there are certain things about my life growing up that I think I'm going to keep the same way. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get a busted car, you know, <laughs> when they, you know, they're yeah. going to have to go through the breakdown and it's pushing a skills, car and all Graham. that stuff. That's and, being a good dad. Yeah. And, and they're not getting, they're not getting a phone, you know, they, they, they're not getting the ability to go off in their room. And watch, you know, if you go in our kids' rooms right now, there's no TVs in there. Yeah, exactly. There's a TV right here in this common room, but from downstairs, we can hear what's on that TV when they do watch something. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I think that there is a, and and this is the next phase I want to get into you. uh, But before we do, Jake is telling me we got to get into another sponsor. All right. So we like to always talk about our sponsors and we specifically like to talk about uh, Red Arrow Weapons. Everybody, we've been talking about it for a long time. The things that are going on in Virginia right now, Second Amendment pro-gun patriots are fighting this battle against the most open attack we've had against our Second Amendment in my lifetime uh, that I've seen. So Red Arrow Weapons is a sponsor of ours. They've stuck with us through thick and thin. We love what they do. We love what they stand for. Make sure that you support the companies that support us. Go to Red Arrow Weapons today and check them out. Red Arrow is made 100% in the U.S. of A. Come standard with CMC triggers and Magpul accessories. They come out of the box ready to deliver superior accuracy and reliability. For Dear America listeners, you enter the coupon code Recall. Ralph, that's a, a hit at Ralph Northam. Recall Ralph to get 10% off 300 blackout pistols plus free shipping now through February 21st. Support the companies that support us. Go check out Red Arrow Weapons right now. All right, so, so and, and man, I wish we had more time. Well, we're going to have to do a part two on this Thank because you. I want to talk about in a part three. And yeah. Four I want to talk about the actual operations. That yeah, you're yeah, doing. yeah. Yeah. But, but I think that needs to be a part two. Well, well, what I want to talk about now is the way for families to be proactive yeah. against this kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, because I think that especially negating the monsters that are parents that are actually contributing to this, let's talk about the real parents that don't want their children to become sex trafficked. Um, th- there obviously is a very, very real and very huge responsibility for parents to be proactive against this. It's not the child's fault no. that, that, Never. That, that, they Never. Are, that, yeah. that they are introduced to areas of which they can be victimized. So how can parents change this and yeah. stop this kind of thing well, well what can what can parents do i want parents to to approach it this way graham well number one we want to share all the resources they need with them right and it's free for them 
how, what I look out for. Do I can I see tendencies in my child already? So what are what, yeah. what are the three top normal things to look for? Like like the top three red flags a parent needs to look for in their child. If it's at home and it's not a kidnap situation, right. I want that parent to really start doing an, an you know analysis and analytics on their child's online behavior. Right. right. Mm. How frequently are you, you know, is your child online? We want to show them which Xbox and Sony PlayStation games actually promote sexuality, yeah. right? Are they playing those games? Just start cleaning yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. And start what you just said. Cut screen time. Yeah. Earn screen time. Yeah. You know, my by doing other things. My kids beg me every day for Fortnite. They beg me for yeah. it because all their friends play it. And yeah. I tell them, no, yeah. absolutely not. Well, why? Because Fortnite has the ability to become something that you don't want exactly. it to be. So because of that, you're not playing it. I mean, it's as simple exactly. as that. You're and that's what I, I, well, I look at porn. So, so start tracking what your kid is doing. We want to share tools with you. How if your child already has a phone at 12 or 16, we actually have tools for you to implement on the phone that will safeguard the phone so that they can have access, right? Right. And it's an app called Covenant Eyes, and there's several of them on our website we can share. It. And then just start paying attention to your community. I want people to hyper-localize it. Think of it this way. Get my house safe against sex trafficking. My house. Yeah. Okay? And that may mean we need to restructure order in this house and let dad be dad. Yeah. Right and and or dad yeah. may have to say, dang, I need to reprioritize my life and get involved in my children's life. First, do it right here. Don't worry about Washington D.C. and you know New York City, just your right. home. Yeah. Then your street, and then get Sick. involved in your kid's school. Go yeah. to the school principal and say, dude, do you have a training curriculum that yeah. trains every single freshman in high school against the dangers of? And, and we don't do public school for that very reason, of course, because because we learned very quickly that there's no way that we can that that we can make sure what no you have CSE taught in your public school comprehensive yeah, sex ed right exactly. and your kids are and so you know we do public school or excuse me private school now where the classroom size is like ten people you know what I mean we know who these kids are. Yeah. We know who their parents are. We know if there's, you know, a, a there's mutual accountability. Kid, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and it's very much, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, yes. And unfortunately, I realize that not everybody financially can do can that do kind that. of thing. Yeah. But 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 that's one of the things there. To me, it just seems like one of the quick fire ways to stop this is you just turn the freaking internet off. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. a simple way to stop You cut screen time. Really yeah. ask yourself the question, why does your 12-year-old have a phone? Yeah. Why does your 12-year-old need to surf on YouTube? And why yeah. is there a YouTube for kids? Yeah. And why? And why it, Is it at in any level beneficial to your child's mental health or upbringing? Yeah, exactly. Ra- honest, and I mean this. I talked talk to your boys this morning, and I love them. Rather give them a bicycle and say, go ride your bicycle. It's actually some exercise or go play outside mm-hmm. or build something. Yeah. yeah. You know, or play play a, a game that's constructive that challenges your mind. But mm-hmm. we yeah. gotta cut screen time. It's, of our, it's of our how children. we all grew up until raised, like this past I, generation. That's how we grew up. We yeah. do we do what my grandparents used to do to me. What we look at our kids and be like, All right, that's it. Go outside. Well, what if I don't want? I don't care if you don't want to go outside. Exactly, you yeah. can't come back in here for at least an hour. Go play. Yeah, yeah. you know, go yeah. do yeah. figure out. Something. We're cooking right now, and you're bothering us. Go yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. Go play. Use your imagination. There's friends in the neighborhood right here. Yeah, y'all go do whatever. But but you can't be in here. You gotta you gotta go. You gotta. Gra- go Graham, we gotta stop using the internet and devices as a pacifier. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. right. Or as a nanny. Yeah. No yeah. way. 
Talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to play. Make up a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My Tell friend, stories. Well, well yep. I don't want to go play with my friend because he was mean to me the other day. Tough. Go figure it out. Figure it out. That's that, that's that, called life welcome skill. To, life. Welcome to life. Yeah. You yeah. Know, not, friend, not Twitter's fear where I'm going to DM somebody yeah. and it's your no, friends, this is where we're your at. Your friends are going to mm-hmm. do stuff to tick you off sometimes. You got to get yeah, back you there, You got to learn to do that. Okay. All right. So, so eliminating screen time. Uh, is the number one way. Yeah. Like immediately. Even if your child well, is already. Because you cut off the predator's way of getting in touch with them in the first interaction, place. Interaction. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you cut, you're cutting that off. Then, of course, you got to do analytics. And, and I'm sorry to say this to you, but you just got to. Right? Because a predator is smart. A predator, a child predator, is not going to become a park ranger and go work in forestry, forestry protection. Right. That guy's got to put himself through teacher's college. He becomes yep. a soccer coach, the kindergarten teacher, the Boys and Girls Club of America, mm-hmm. the Girl Scout, Boy Scout. This is where we're catching our baddest guys are literally working with children. BTK yeah. was a Boy you Scout You can't leader. trust anybody. Yeah. You better, if your child has a male soccer coach mm-hmm. or a female, you better ask all the... Put that guy under so much pressure, right? That that he goes, my cover is blown. I'm leaving, or yeah. he goes, I'm never touching that child, right? Yeah. Or any child. Hawkeyes, the soccer moms, do your job. Yeah. Ask questions. Don't you be on your phone the yeah. whole time? Right. There's you never. Know? Yeah. You are never being too protective as a parent when your kids are kids you know no what i'm way. saying like, like, no like now i am a firm believer that once your kids get a certain age give I mean, them you, space you gotta yeah. start letting the tether go out a little bit but you're never being too protective i'm not going to say any names but but this is something that just happened just yesterday that i think that that this could be a real life scenario because because i think people when they hear us talking about this they're like oh well those are extremes and we don't do no. any of that extreme no. stuff let me give you a really simple thing that happened just yesterday so there's a lot of neighborhood kids here and they all go outside and they all play and ride their bikes out in the front subdivision, the cul-de-sac that we're in. Well, yesterday it was raining. So the kids were playing. It starts raining. Gage, my oldest, comes in and says, hey, can so-and-so come into our house and we trade cards and stuff? And I say, no, absolutely not. Well, why? His parents said it was okay. I said, I don't know his parents. I'm not letting some kid of somebody's parents that I don't know come into my house because it's just bad optics. You know, I I don't know that. My problem was with the parent. Now, granted, the kid might have just been saying his parents said it was okay. Sure. But there are parents that are like, yeah, I don't care. Go over there and play as about, excuse me? Like, you don't know us. For all you know, exactly, it's not just you not knowing them. Exactly, for all you know, and and so and you know how quick it is. People go, oh, oh, it's got to be this operation and whatever. No, 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 it is. Hey, listen, let's get real on the show. An orgasm's thirty seconds. Okay, it is so quick. It's a word in in a kid's ear. It's an inappropriate touch. And go, you tell anybody, I kill you. It is so quick. But that's what I mean. Something that simple. Something as simple of. Hey, mom, it's raining. I'm just going to go over to so-and-so's house and trade Pokemon cards. Do you know the parents? Do you know who those parents are? They don't go. Have you hung out with them? Have you talked to them? Do you know what they do? I I mean, something that simple. Innocent. The kids just want to trade Pokemon cards. Super innocent. But they don't... They don't know us. And for all I know, that could have been the kid just of saying, course. oh, my parents But can don't you care. take that risk? Yeah, exactly. Right. Today. Exactly. With everything I'm no. telling you today, can is, no, you, you take can't. that and risk? And they no, call the can't. police. They can't find their kid. Oh, and, yeah. oh, he's over at Graham's. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a guy touched your kid and your kid doesn't talk. And seven years later, right. you got serious psychological issues yeah. 
because you neglected to just dot exactly. your eyes. Go meet we, the neighbors. We know really in depth the people right across the street. And, you know, we've spoken to them. We've had conversations with them. And still to this day, our kids are only allowed to go to the backyard and jump on the trampoline. Still to this day, our kids don't go in their house. Uh, hmm. Just just because I don't know. I'm just not comfortable with it. You and, know? And, you know, people tell you, oh, Graham, you're paranoid. Listen, this is not 1990. This yeah. is not 2000. Yeah. This is a different fight right now. They brought the fight. Keep the kids out in, in the open. Yeah, Keep them yeah. outside. Or surrounded by or other kids. Or if your kid's going to go in their house, then you go in the house. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you be there. You yeah. be present. Be a present parent and have eyes on your kids. So and, let me... Yeah. Let, let yeah. me ask you this really quick for the audience. It, it, this is something we talk a lot about it is, you know, obviously I'm not saying that that parents are 100 percent responsible for child sex trafficking. All right. I'm no. not saying that. No. However, you are the first and honestly, the, the last line of defense 100%. for that. So this is an argument that I get into a lot. The difference between friend and parent for your kids. Oh, yeah. That there's a large demographic of people who say that you should most definitely be your child's friend. You should be their best friend. You should be the person that they come to and are not afraid to tell anything to. And my stance is I think that there is a natural maturing process where that happens. I think that, that as your children become adults and they, they become adolescents that yes the, the, there the, there is a natural progression of that but but i believe that if you go through life and your kid has never said to you i hate you you don't get me all my other friends get to do this other stuff and i don't get to i don't think you're doing your job as a parent we, we talked yeah. we, we talked about biblical reference and precedent here, right? We're in a society today where society wants you to believe that love is a feeling. Yeah. Love's not a feeling. Yeah. Love is hard because yeah, it's, it's commitment. It's, it's, it's really commitment. Yeah. And you love the unlovable. And love by God's design is discipline. Yeah. You discipline your child. Now, yeah. here's the deal. We would love to rather just be their friend because it takes all the accountability and the hard work away from being yeah. a parent. Being parent as I want them a to like me tough all the time. Job yeah. Right yeah. now, if you don't discipline them, they'll run over you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they're your friend, they'll see you as a friend and not an authority, yeah. right? And they won't listen. To you. And you're right. There'll be a natural progression where it's stewardship, it's trust. Yeah. Right. Where, oh, I try, and then they won't go, tell you I things. I trust you, and now yeah. I'm, I'm, you're earning yeah. the ability to. My grandfather to is have 89 more years old. Mm -hmm. My grandfather is 89 years old. I was raised by my grandparents. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather's 89. I'm a 33-year-old man now. Yep. Grown man. Run my own business. Got three kids yeah. of my own. When my grandfather speaks to me, oh, yeah. it is still very much, oh. even, though, even though he doesn't always make sense anymore because he's 89, it is still very much you listen to every word that man has to say. His authority. Yeah, because his authority. And even respect. Though, even though his mm -hmm. body may be getting to his final stages, his authority is still very much intact with me. That that man is still still the boss in, in that sense of things. So, so Greg, think ahead. of what you're just saying. If, you're in a, if, you, if the three of us are on a boat, right, and there's a rudder, and for those of you who don't know, rudder is what you steer the boat yeah. with, right? If there's a rudder, man, we're going to go somewhere. Yeah, right. we could, we could we, at least that voice. Your grandfather is a rudder. So when a child feels like they lose their way, they need to know in a blink of an eye, I can go to dad at any time. Yeah, and he'll help me with direction. Yeah, right, right. If there's no rudder, 
you're screwed. Yeah. That mm-hmm. child will now go find direction online. Yeah. And from bad advice. Right. Yeah. And Johnny down the street's parent. Yeah. Right? Or the way they run their home. So who do you want to be the rudder in your child's life? Online media? Yeah. YouTube? A parent down the street? Or do you go, well, yeah. wait a minute. No, no, no. It's okay if they don't like me. At least they're going to know where to come for safety yes. and right. where direction. And what you just said right there, I think, is the important line that we're blurring. There's a difference between being your kid's friend and your kid knowing that they can go to you, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be consequences yeah. for them coming to you. Mom, dad, I went to a party. I, I smoked some weed. I shouldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for telling me but you're freaking grounded for forever. But that's, but <laughs> that's, yeah, mean? But that's called trust, <laughs> yeah, right? And right. that's you know? not friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Don't, don't make friendship trust and trust friendship. Exactly. You don't need to be your child's friend for them to trust you. Right. No, the way you build trust in your child, do what you say you're going to do. Yep. You tell your child, you do that again, I'm going to spank you. Yeah. Then you follow through. Oh, yeah. yeah. You do that again, I'm going to ground you. That's discipline. Yep. We need that. Human beings, we need that. I don't I mean, look back absolutely. at the at the times I got in trouble with my grandparents and say, man, you know, they were just too hard on me. No. I really wish they wouldn't have done that. I look back and go now, you know what? I, I deserve, I deserve it. <laughs> you know, Every I deserved, bit of I it. Was a, you know, I talk for a living now, unchecked teenage <laughs> me. I, I ran off at my mouth a good bit when I was a teenager. And, and, and you're I, a big boy. So you well, felt yeah, like you could. My grandmother yeah. <laughs> is every bit of a five one. And I'll never forget, man, I was 17 years old, a senior in high school, and I just decided that I was older than I was one day, and my grandma slapped me right in my mouth at 17 years old. And let me tell you something, when your five-foot-one grandma slaps you in your mouth, you realize real quick you have made a serious error you shrink down to about that big really quick (laughs) but but i don't look back now and think well my grandmother abused me she was so mean no right yeah you're thankful you're grateful i was a Mm -hmm. smart aleck little kid that deserved to be popped in my mouth and it taught me it taught me something very valuable we did the social experiment one time we took a kindergarten a whole kindergarten look we call it a crash in south africa right but think of a whole kindergarten right Mm -hmm. and it's 200 kids right there's a big thing and it's got a fence around it and they track the kids and behavior over a month period kids are climbing the fence when they kick the ball over the fence they want to go get it they play on every blade of grass i mean they cover the whole boundary one friday night the kids go home saturday they remove the fence okay monday the kids show up they track them for a month they don't go close to the boundary Mm -hmm. they want boundaries oh yeah we need a border in this country we need laws in this country we need the police we need structure without it we need masculinity you you need masculinity you need femininity in the woman but you need strong you need these things it's codes god wrote into life for life to function properly right you start jacking with this stuff it breaks yeah. It crumbles internally. Exactly. Well, well, what a great way to, 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 to end this segment. Man, I really want to bring you on for a part two. Please, Because brother. there's Thank so you. much I'm that honored. we didn't even, we didn't even touch the Got to get you the rescues. Yes. I, that's what I mean. I want to do a part two of this because what we did in this one, we really talked about how this starts. I want to talk about next the things that you're doing actively to go in and rescue these people, Mm -hmm. because I think that in and of itself will be an amazing podcast. Uh, But for the time being, where can people go 
to find out what you're doing, to find out these projects that you're working with? Where can they go to help volunteer? If there's people listening that have experience in this type of stuff that want to get involved where can they go or need help you know so they can go to help they can go to share together now.org or my name yaku j-a-c-o-b-o-o-y-e-n-s all social media it's all going to lead you back to the same and we we funnel it right and it's all about resource how to get help how to help us donate or or engage with the film we created as an awareness tool take that film to your child's school and say principal watch this Call me after you watched it because he's going to call and go, uh, we need to train our kids. Yes. Yeah. Call that organization. They'll come train our kids. Okay. You know, Share so- together now. Now. Org. Org. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Graham. Everybody pay attention Thanks. to what's yeah. going Thank on. You. If you got kids, this is a, I know this was a powerful episode, a little heavier than we normally do, but this is such Important. a big deal. Go to sharetogethernow.org. Figure out how you can better protect your family. If you need help, reach out to this organization. Uh, if you are interested in volunteering or donating, please go check it out. Jake, where can they find you? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And of course, I am Graham Allen. And you know that because you're listening to my show. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. And we'll see you all again next time. See you. Bye-bye.